Yesterday was Daf Tez Zayin, today's Daf Yud Zayin, and we're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf. Get to today's, we are learning Lili Nishmas from Abashmol Shimon, Mayan Hashem, Mayan Aliyah, and also Naftali Yosef, Ben Chaim Nisan Halevi, Mayan Hashem, Mayan Aliyah, as well as Daniel Benet Baruch, Ben Yudalev Ve'emi, Mayan Hashem, Mayan Aliyah, and also I have a reminder for Shalem at all who need. And with that, let's get started on our review. We're starting from the mission at the bottom of the page on Duffy Tezvava Mebez. And the mission is telling us that uh, all Nevelos combine to each other, as well as all Shkatsim combine to each other. So, uh, what does that mean? Uh, Shkatsim means. Um, Sheretz is um, a particular type of animal that. Uh, that travels very close to the ground. Okay. That's Shiratsim. That's Shiratsim. An abominable thing. Detestable. Right. Detestable. A second. Right. Well, it's I, not to it. No, it just means a different word. Abominable? It, uh, abominable or, or detestable. Detestable. Right. Uh, the word, the, the description of uh, Shagets comes from Shagets. Includes Shagets too. Shake it, that's Same where thing. it comes from. Really? Really, truly. Really that's terrible. Okay, well, now you low know. Life. Low life. Low <laughs> life. Okay. Anyway, so that's the word sheket. Sheket is something that you need to. Really? All right. All right. I work with shakes. So do you. I'm good. All right, good. Listen, uh, some bit. Uh, Let's not get it. <laughs> I can elaborate, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Let's not elaborate. <laughs> elaborate. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we're good. Who's that? Back in business. Uh, Susan Jeffco. Susan Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so let's. Uh, t- anyway, so let's see. So Rav says an interesting. So Shkatsim refers to. He doesn't really define which uh, things are being under the category of a sheket. The Torah talks about there's a prohibition of baltashaktu, and that's talking about eating disgusting food. Okay, it's not clear what, what is encompassed in that, but there's many, many things that can be part of that prohibition. But the question is, is yeah. it different than shratzi? There's two, two different. It's a different word. Yeah, of course, it's a different word, but it but it encompasses also shratzim and maybe which is the other. Which subgroup? Which is the main group? Which is the subgroup? Shratzim means anything that's detestable. So and it's referring to foods that are detestable, particular in this context, anyway. All right. Anyway, so bottom line is it's also starved to each other. We'll see what's going on. Come on. Comes along the Gemara. He means trafe animals. We, what we would call trafe. Yeah, what we would call non kosher. Tom- right. Tomatic animals as well as the Velos. Right, but any non-kosher animal so that's, that's, talking, right. that's that's being encompassed here. That's what we'll see in the Gemara. Actually, right. so first the, they use the word shkatsim, not shratzim. That's ex- <laughs> you, you just waking up every morning. Good morning, Lenny. Now, good. Let's go. Discussing to you, but I didn't know what all of a sudden looking. That's exactly our question, and let's see the Gemara on it. Okay, discussing what's disgusting. Good, right? Okay, very good. So. Let's get to the review. So Rav says an important, important qualifier on our Mishnah, that our Mishnah is not saying that all of these combine in all areas of law. He's saying as far as the laws of Tumah do apply, they combine. But as far as the laws of Chila, Torah, kosher animals that are a nevela, 
are not going to combine to non-kosher animals that are also obviously not slaughtered. Even if they're slaughtered, they're considered non-slaughtered and they're considered nevelas. And they cannot, they do not combine to a shear as far as Achille goes. Le, that's Shita's Rab. Levi says that even for eating, they also combine. And that's as we saw in Rashi, the idea is because he holds Isser Chal Isser, that one prohibition takes on top of another prohibition. And Ravasi says that in fact, that uh, when we talk about Mitzdarif, we mean Mitzdarif Tahor to Tahor and Mitzdarif Tameh to Tameh, but not Tahor to Tameh in anything. So in other words, he's taking it, uh, at least according to one opinion, the Gemara says there's one opinion that he's arguing even on Rav, and he's saying that Tahor and Tameh animals never combine to each other, even for laws of Tama. And, um, and he's taking it to that extreme. And there's a version B that Ravasi is actually going along with Rav, and he's really saying the same opinion as Rav, that basically it will be for Tuma, just not for Achila. Okay. So the Gemara brings a question. We quoted a case of uh, where you have a, a mixture of a dead cow and a living camel, a piece of a living camel, that are together, we said they don't combine with each other. So doesn't that imply that if they're both dead, they're both novelas, then they would combine. It's Kasha and Ravasi, because he's saying that they never combine. Because one's kosher, one's non-kosher. So Gemara says, not at all. It's not coming to tell you that if they're both dead, they combine. It's coming to tell you that if they're both alive, they combine. So the Gemara says, and it's going like Rabbi who says that Aver Menachai is applicable to both kosher and non-kosher animals. And therefore, the reason why you're chayef, if you eat a piece of a living camel and a living cow, is because it's Aver, they both have a din Aver Menachai. Don't think just because it's a non-kosher animal, it's anyway us because it's not kosher and it doesn't have a din Aver Menachai. It's also Aver Menachai. And therefore, you will be, by eating a full kazais of Aver Menachai, transgressing that love of Aver Menachai. Okay. So, um, but what would be the Allah if they're both dead, then they're not combining? So then why did we say that when the one's alive, one's, one's from a living animal, one's from a dead animal, it doesn't combine? You could have said, when they're both from dead animals, they don't combine. We would have extrapolated from there that surely it won't, won't be combining when one's alive and one's dead. They're not in the same, not even, not only are they not the same type of animal, one's kosher, one's not kosher, but one's alive, one's dead, that's even more different. So, um, the f- so that's one question. Question number two is: Is the price says explicitly that if you have a half a kazais of a paro bechayeho and half a kazais of a gamal bimisasa, it does not combine. But a half a kazais of a paro and half a kazais of a gamal, either be they are both alive or both dead, they do combine, which is basically straight up saying that they are combining even bimisas shneihem, and uh, therefore. Um, there is a, clearly a very strong question on Ravasi, and the Gemara says, you're right, and Ravasi will tell you that that's going with the other opinion. Obviously, there are Tarnam out there that say, Isr, Chal Ali Isr, and that's following the opinion of Isr, Chal Isr, and therefore, yes, indeed, there is an Isr, Nevela, on both kosher and non-kosher animals, and therefore, they'll be uh, transgressing if you eat them both from dead animals. Okay comes along Rav Yudah in the name of Rav, and he says, eating of shratim, you get lashes only when you eat a shir kezayis. And that's because, he used the word achila, and whenever you find the word achila, achila always means kezayis. 
So on that, the Gemara brought down that we have a kasha. Um, he's quoted a source, Rabbi Yosef Rabchanina, was learning in front of Rabbi Yochanan an explanation, exegesis of a verse. The Pasuk says, which is clearly talking about Achila. And then it says, Don't make your, your souls detestable. Mm-hmm. And then it says, That makes you tame. So we started about talking clearly about eating, and then we jump into Tama. <coughs> What's up with that? Says Rabbi Yosef B'chanina, that this is basically telling us that uh, the shiurim will go down to the shiurim of Tumah, which basically means that you can be chayef for, for achila even if you only ate the shear of what's tameh, um, and that is the size of a kadasha by shratzim, and that's what's going on over here. And when, and uh, that's why you put all these in the same verse to tell you that there's a din achila uh, isra achila already achiv achila already bechadasha. And Rabbi Yochanan praised that as a beautiful example of a uh, proper exegesis of the Torah. So, it's a kasha on Rav. So the Gemara says, no, maybe there be a difference because what's necessary to be mechaif v'chila is the fact that it has a dintoma already. So therefore, if you're eating um, from a dead animal, so then, yeah, the shiur of tumah of that animal is bichadosh, the size of a lentil. So then the achila is also the size of a lentil. Okay, but when it's alive, so then you're not, you know, it's not the size, of, uh, it, it, there's no tumah in a living, in a living sheretz. It's only dead shratzim that convey tumah bichadosh, the size of a lentil. So, um, so therefore, then that's where Rav was talking that Achila Shratzim is going to only get a, 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 a Malchus when it's Bekezayis. Okay. Says Abaye, oh, um, says Abaye, uh, but uh, Rab is going off the Mishnah, and the Mishnah says explicitly, Kol Shratzim, um, which is talking about both uh, living and dead Shratzim, uh, um, combined with each other. So we're, not, we, we're clearly not distinguishing between living and dead shratzim, so what are you talking about? So uh, it sounds like even dead shratzim, it's the same shear. So Rav Yosef says that's that's how you're. That's it. That's entirely your interpretation. Uh, Rav was not saying anything based on the Mishnah. He was making saying a memra of Bifni Atzma. He was saying his own statement that Achil shratzim is a local of and he wasn't going off the Mishnah. So that's uh, not true. In other words, in the case of the Suffolk, yeah. would you assume? The worst case or the best case? Would you assume that you you're not sure what what this wake, case wake was? Him up, wake him up. Let him. What happened? What? You want to come to attack? No. He didn't lock the door. The door's open. No, I think he couldn't open the door. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have these two pieces. That yeah. If they're both, uh, if you can't eat them, they combine to so that you can't have it. No, no, they're combining. In other words, the shear that gives you lashes. Right. Yeah. But if you're not sure, if you're not sure what this piece is, right. you assume the worst case? So you get tumor, but you can't get, naturally get uh, malchus, right? No, so what do you, oh, so, uh, so that's a whole different, that's again, a whole other discussion is like, 
what, what, what are your choices? What do you assume? What assumptions yeah. do you make in cases of doubt? Is that what you're asking? Yes. So, um, it's, it's, I mean, do you know that it's even not kosher it's, altogether? I mean, how do you know? You know, it's you, a possibility. But it's a possibility. So, obviously, when you know that something might be not kosher, what are you supposed to do? It's like, not eat it, right? Yeah. But uh, I was saying, if you did, we cannot give you a punishment until we know that you mm. definitely did. Unless it falls into the category of a, of a case of a, like a, you know, where one of these two pieces is for sure the non-kosher one. Yeah. So then that's a Asham Talui situation. We'll have to bring a special carbon for that. But uh, um, that's, uh, that's the, but the, what we're talking about is combining is that we're talking about you know what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, you didn't eat enough to, to obligate you. And then but combined, it gives you enough. Um, and now you can get the punishment. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we're going back over the, this quote from Rav Yosef that Rav Yochanan praised, and we had a question on it. It says that uh, limbs don't have any shear, uh, even if it's less than the size of a kezayis, um, of an avela, and less than the size of a dasha from a sheretz, it conveys a tumah. And Rabbi Yochanan says, but lashes you're not going to get unless it's a kezayis. Now, why that's not true? I thought we said that it's, it's not bekezayis, it's bekadasha. That was the whole drasha of Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan seems to have liked Rabbi Yochanan's drasha. I mean, Rabbi Yochanan's drasha. Now he's, now he's backing off of it. So what's the story? So Rabbi says that uh, this halacha, is not uh, to be the halacha of a kadasha that Rabbi Yosef is saying is not on all animals, only on animals that are separated <coughs> out. Meaning, strictly <coughs> those shmonashratzim, those eight species that are delineated in the text that have a special level of tumma, that's where there's an isra even at the level of a kadasha to get lashes. That's, that's what's going on over there. But uh, other non kosher is not included. On that, Rav Advarava said to Rava, but if that's true, then why don't we make that distinction by animals as well? The same thing. We should say that it, this din is only applying to animals that are separated out, which basically, uh, the way Rashi explains this, is we'd be talking about um, uh, only the, the, the behema that are muvdal, which is the kosher animals that are nevelas, because they're singled out. Okay. Um, and we should make that distinction as well. So the Gemara explained that uh, actually the hekish of the Torah is only as far as, insofar as the lav of Baltashakzu. There's, in other words, the way Rashi explains it, that there's a, a separate lav in the Torah of, besides for don't eat not kosher, because this is a nevela or this is a sheretz or this is whatever it is, all the non kosher things that one can eat. But there's a separate love, Baltashatsu. Don't do a detestable act. And eating all of these non kosher foods is going to be under the rubric of that all encompassing love of Baltashatsu. And therefore, um, that's why <coughs> you're, um, that's why you're going to be chayev um, on any of these for the love of Baltashatsu. That's what the drasha is, is telling us. And uh, but as far as shiurim goes, um, they can each have, in fact, their individual the individual shear. 
Um, it's just to tell you that there's an additional lab besides for Nevela, it's Baltashaksa. So that's the rule of Shkatsin. All non kosher things fall into the general category of, of Baltashaksa. It's actually interesting. The lab of Baltashaksa <coughs> is. There's no broad. real punishment for it. Mm-hmm. What? There's no real punishment for it. N- well, what? Is it Malkis? For Baltashaksa? No, it's a lavsha bechlalos. Right. It's too broad, but right. uh, but it encompasses many things. So some people would say, like, you know, swallowing a live goldfish might be baltashakta because it's a detestable way. Just means disgusting. we have to go to the bathroom. Right, when you have to when you when you hold back your your you know you're going to the bathroom. That's also baltashakta. Not davening, the the act of, well, of withholding, right, right, right. not 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 relieving yourself, just keeping in. Which is Yeah, that's baal to gotcha. It's a lav in the Torah, possibly. How about eating to overeating, you know. That's not. That's not. A, that that doesn't fall in the kind of disgusting. It's a, so what, is the, what no. does it exclude? What is excluded? What does chapter exclude? I mean, you give everything on food, on going to the bathroom. Any disgusting or, thing. Well, so something what that's not it? disgusting. There's the things that are not disgusting. I don't okay. know. But I'm saying, I don't know, overeating, you say it's disgusting. I think it's beautiful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your opinion there. Okay, well, like, no, I'm kidding. It covers everything. It covers everything on the side. Should go in your camp, it should be holy, and, and that's why you should have a shovel when you go out to the field. No, that's not. Right? Baltishak is doing a disgusting thing for yourself. So, in other words, oh. like it's a personal uh, direct. <clears throat> so, by eating the non kosher foods that the Torah obviously says are not kosher for, for, for reasons, it's like, well, if you're eating rats, that's disgusting. And that falls under a general prohibition of Baltishak, besides for the fact that it's a sheretz. It's a separate prohibition. You understand? Yeah. If you eat pork, is that about the Yes. Yes. Pork because too. That's something which the people eat. eat. Right. Doesn't matter. That's what he's saying. But but you it says anything talking. that the Torah prohibits, that in itself, even in Nevela, falls under the category of Baal yeah, But, but you're permitted if, if it's a <clears throat> if it's a danger of nefesh, you're allowed to eat that. Well, it's not a story. That's it. That's I'm always saying, true. It overrides any love in the Torah, basically, except for the three big ones. This is not right. This is not worse than any of the other love in the Torah. Yeah. All right. Oh, that the Baltashaksu you can't get Malkus from because it's a, such a broad. The rule is is that any general, a, a, a love that's very generic. You're not going to get lashes for that love. It has to be specific. Because it's covering so many things. It's not one particular act that's included in Baltashaksu. But one of those acts, if you did, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that qualify? If you ate a sheretz? There's its own particular love of eating a sheretz. Then you get malchus for that. Right. But not for Baal not for, You're not going to get double malchus for that and Baal Tashaktu. That's what, okay. that's what Reuven was saying, and I think, it's, that I, I think so too. Um, not that it's, it's not clear, but that's that I believe. Okay. Which brings us to, we're up to for the, today's daf, Yod Zion, one second.